Dropped in the concept, falsely accused, was used And misled, bitch, I'm hoping you fucking rest in peace Yo, what's good? Episode what's 33. Good? I'm pretty sure I messed up the, I called it episode 31 last time, but yo, we're on episode 33. Guests in the house, we got Crypto Nate, Sun Saifa, and Blex. Yo, uh, shout out to you, Crypto Nate. Thanks for being on with us. First time on the channel. Uh, give the people a shout out, uh, Crypto Rascals out there, and tell them where they can find you on Twitter. Oh, you find me on Crypto Nate. Uh, Nate J one oh one. All right. At Twitter. Yeah. And Telegram too. It's Nate J one zero one. Nice, nice. All right. Thanks for being on with us. Shout out to you, Sin Cypher. Appreciate you on again. Respect, brother. All day. You know how we do. Yes, sir. JJ. What's what's good, family? Glad to be locking in with the crypto rascals again on crypto and down. We got our brother Crypto Nate with us, Sun Stifle. Like, this is a full party tonight. We're turning up on a Thursday. The NFT game has been crazy. We've seen manipulation on the Bitcoin market. But man, can't wait to talk in crypto with the fam. Let's go, baby. Yo, what up, Lex? Uh, glad to have you on again. Um, appreciate you as always. Also, I always forget to tell them where uh, where they can where can they find you on Twitter, Blex? Um, I'm on Twitter at Blexi Hexy, quick and easy. Um, okay. And yeah, it's a pleasure to be here back on Crypto and Down. It's a pleasure to meet some more people in the community, um, other fellow crypto lovers. And also I found out other fellow hexagons. So great to meet y'all as well. Yes, sir. We're going to hold it down, get into those prices a little fast. Because um, I want to hear definitely yeah, what y'all think. Before, before you get into it real quick, I just want to say something. It just dawned on me. Um, when Blex was uh, giving his salutations, this this got to be the, um, the, the the how can I say the most brothers on one hex, you know what I'm saying? The most hexagon brothers on one on broadcast ever. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're making history. We're making history tonight. <laughs> yeah, we just got to get Trey on here, and that's the full squad and Justice Hill. Oh shit! Hey. Exactly. Yo, speaking of, shout out to Des Bryant, the, the latest Hexican. I saw him saying that Hex is better than a savings account. So shout out to Des Bryant representing. We throwing up the X today on Crypto and Down for sure. For sure. Yeah. It did you dirty, Des. Yo, it was a catch. I will go down on my grave if you put it on my tombstone. Make sure they throw up the X. It was a catch, baby. If you're a Green Bay Packers fan, then damn it. I hope Aaron Rodgers just make it to the Hall of Fame without playing us in the playoffs again. <laughs> I, quit. I quit. I was that was that's when I was done and I decided, you know what? I'm not watching this anymore. This is, you know, watching the Cowboys. It always ends in some BS every year. So after Thank that you. call, I was like, I'm done. And you know what? It's my emotions have been pretty good football season. So <laughs> so my brothers i would love to get into the oh, go ahead go ahead it's i was gonna i was just gonna say to asher l i'm sure when they reach that 10 win mark and they sniffing a, a first round by in the playoffs you're gonna change that tune 
Oh hey, yeah, definitely. Why hey, right though? Yeah. Hey, they win that first playoff game. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. Jam, uh, Jams, I'd say you want to run through these prices real quick, and then we can get into some topics. Uh, definitely want to talk about that Flare Network. Um, some new coins I've seen coming down that seem kind of sketchy. But yo, first tell us what's going on with the the uh, what's going on with the market. Okay. I'll take it over then. Let's see here. We got global market cap sitting at 2.81 trillion, down 2.6% uh, today. Global trading volume, global 24-hour trading volume is at 308.91 billion. Oh, up 31.9%. So, damn, that's a good sign. Even though we're looking at Bitcoin being slightly down 3.42%, sitting at $62,840, that global trading volume being up is definitely a good sign of, you know, we had that full moon coming in last night. So, studio season just started today, I believe. So, hopefully, that means good things for, you know, the Bitcoin heads out there and everyone else in crypto. But with that being said, it looks like we definitely see a lot of red so far here. Like I said, Bitcoin down 3.41% uh, today. The seven-day prediction from Nomix still holding at around 71,000. So Bitcoin hopefully continues to climb. All you Bitcoin maxis, maxis out there, um, you know, make you make that money for y'all. So on to Ethereum, sitting at $4,108.12, down 2% today, 2.06% to be exact. With that Nomis prediction, still predicting it to go up to, let's see, 4600 uh, around 4600 $4,679 to be exact. Looking at the market cap, I missed that for Bitcoin. That is actually sitting at 1.1 trillion mm. um for ethereum that market cap is um 484 billion so looks like uh um, i think uh, bitcoin might be a little bit down from what we looked at yesterday i can't remember exactly but yeah um lex and i'll ask you uh what do you think about how bitcoin and ethereum are running we saw bitcoin hit that um all-time high the other day um how do you feel about that queen queen b as you say yeah call her queen b because she's the queen and as she goes so do the market um and this is a testament to that today it's you know it's always great to see bitcoin make an all-time high and when we see that you usually see the other things in the space tend to fall in the months and weeks to follow um hex obviously has been down recently and that's fine for me personally, I see all of these as fantastic buying opportunities. Um, and, you know, I think that's sort of what we should be looking for through the whole crypto space. Ethereum being at 4,100, that's pretty high. Um, but, you know, you, it's really fascinating to see how quickly the tone changes from the community when, you know, a couple weeks ago we were down at 3,000, um, wondering whether or not we'd go down to the hundreds. Now you see that chatter about 10,000. Um, dollar Ethereum happening inevitably. Um, so I'm curious to see the trajectory. I obviously dollar cost average into Ethereum knowing that I need it for Hex at this point. Um, and, you know, but I'm looking forward to the Pulse Chain so that that doesn't have to be a continual process. Yeah, we, we like I said, we were talking about like, man, that Ethereum, those gas fees being high, when those stakes start to end, 
you know, have just making sure you're stocking up on that Ethereum so you can pay those gas fees to take up your stakes. Um, as we're buying, as Jams was buying some of the NFTs and adding to our collection today, those gas fees were definitely uh, not friendly to us, having to wait here and there just to see if they would dip. Um, so, like you said, Pulse Chain can't get here soon enough. Honestly, like we can, it's fun to talk about, but once it's here, um, and we can start seeing some of the projects take uh, fruition on there. That's going to be pretty dope. Um, let's see here. Let me just talk about Hex real fast. Down, it's at 27 cents, down 10 point, uh, sorry, 10.13 percent today. Um, Nomic's seven-day prediction is uh, has it going down to 23 cents. So looks like Nomics has it retesting that uh, that support of around 23 cents that it tested earlier in the week. And that market cap is sitting at 159 um, billion with a volume of um, 40.64 million. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, anyone else, anyone have any thoughts on Hex recently? Um, like you were saying, Blex, you've been using this time as buying opportunities. I know, you know, we were kind of scrambling a week ago trying to be like, oh, can we get in now? But with the price dipping, lower crypto nate what do you think um how hex has been trending and are you kind of looking at that dollar mark or like flex you're just kind of like yo when it dips i'm gonna buy more stake it out what are your thoughts well like i always tell folks you know if you're gonna buy hex you know just buy it you know because it's always a good time to buy it if you're planning on staking it out over a year over two or three years you know don't worry about the token price you always got the t-shirt price so you go buy it buy it and you know it's going to take care of itself so that's that's the way i think about like with hex like hey i could buy hex right now at 27 cents it may go down to 23 well oh well i already staked it <laughs> and that, that is the most important part i think you know for anyone new into hex or any crypto rascals out there new into hex or looking at hex the t-share price does not start the, uh, the t-share rate does not wait for anybody so if you have the chance to buy Hex and you buy it today uh, and you are going to stake it, you will get a better deal staking it today than you will get waiting even until tomorrow, much less three months, six months from now. And if you spend any time looking at the thing, uh, the charts on Hex.Vision, you can actually see the list of open stakes in the world. And you will notice that there is a large pool of stakes that roll on 30-day windows. And that T-share price continues to skyrocket once those stakes end. So it is always better to get in sooner rather than later and just make sure you stay with a purpose and a plan. Yes, sir. That's a good call there. Uh, Jams, you got anything to say? Uh, I do. Yes, sir. So I could not agree more with the analysis on T-shares. T-shares truly is what allows you not to be afraid of price volatility. It allows you to sleep at night is because you know your money printers are calculating your daily X payout. So with each T-share that you have, you receive 5.7, 5.8, some days 6.3, even some days 9 or 10 hex per T-share per day. So locking those T-shares up for the long term is the name of the game in hex. Short-term price volatility isn't important. It's the price of the T-share. How much are you paying to have those money printers work for you and how long are those money printers going to be working for you? So stick oh, with Hex for you to buy hardware mining equipment 
for a discount. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What do you think? Anything to add on uh, to what everyone else said, or do you think that they they pretty much summed up what you've been thinking? Yeah, everybody said you know that that's that's the deal with hex. But I just want to remind people of this one thing that is very very important regarding hex. And I guess it's just kind of an encapsulation of sorts. But hex on the surface is a three pronged system, right? Like meaning like what we can see, what we actually know is going on. If you want to just look into hex immediately and kind of figure it out, we talked about the T share system. So anybody that's familiar with Wall Street and stocks, that's an identical system. You get a piece of the pie based on whatever you put in. There's also the component of the annual interest rate, which is the certificate of deposit or fixed deposit, depending on where you're from. And there's the, the per unit price per hex or whatever. So these are the three things that we can see. And there's also things going on in the background, like formulas uh, for inflation, deflation, things like that. So you have essentially what you know about Hex on the surface is three products in one. It's just like every single fucking wish coin out there in the sense that you can hold it and you can um, maintain, you can in increase your value or de decrease your value. It can be used as a banking product in the sense that it's a certificate of deposit. You go into a bank, you tell them you want to you want to fucking put X amount for five years. You're gonna get get X percent. This is the same thing, so people can understand that. And of course, anybody who's into stocks, you know about shares. And as far as I'm concerned, the hex t-shirt system is like platinum level shit. So you have three products all rolled up into one, and you have mechanisms going on in the background to ensure the the um, the maximum efficacy of the product at all times come on man yeah you can't beat that just wanted to show hex.com for all y'all out there who are new y'all know we talk about it a lot we got to mention it um but check out hex.com to learn more and just you can learn more about whatever what everyone is saying why we're so bullish on the product and why um we enjoy interacting with it and they've definitely built a community around it so hex.com check it out all right y'all yep. so i know it's late and i definitely want to kind of chop it up a little bit more but yesterday we were talking about a lot of different things son and you mentioned uh flare finance and how that could be a different competitor like a competitor in this space to different projects yeah i believe it's people who had xrp at a certain point were able to get airdropped it so here, I'm gonna pull it up real fast and kind of walk us through what what were you talking about with Flare and why do you think it's gonna be a cool thing as far as um, decentralization, like a true DeFi project? Yeah, so I, we were we were talking about this yesterday um, off wax, and we were we were just saying how we were talking about the NFT, and um, I, I mentioned that personally, I thought that the NFT world on on Pulse would lift post chains to astronomical levels alongside of hex so we were talking about the whole DeFi component that was going to be on top of post chain with all of the post swap and you know all the liquidity pools and this that or whatever and i was mentioning the flare network and the flare uh finance platform 
Um, people know about Flare because it's connected with Ripple, but Flare is um, blockchain. And and it uses, it interfaces with Ripple technology, but it's completely separate with Ripple. It's just like, okay. you know, I, I gave this example um, the other day. You got your, your A1 shopping malls, you know, I'm from the ATL or whatever. So we got, you know, the number one shopping mall is probably Linux Mall or whatever. You know, that's where all the ballers go. Everybody who want to be seen, you go to Linux Mall. You know what I'm saying? You can you can ball out, get your drip or whatever. But the people who really got money go over to the Fitz Plaza across the street because they got the Neiman Marcus, the Gucci, the Louis Vuitton, you know what I'm saying? And all of like the, the, the boutique exquisite line shit or whatever. This is what Flare platform and Flare network is going to be to DeFi. The moment that this network goes live, you will have no small number of protocols that are operating from day one on top of this platform, all completely DeFi. And and the um the native token of the platform itself is the Spark token. So back in December 12th of last year, almost a year ago, anybody who was holding um, XRP in a wallet centralizer otherwise there was a snapshot taken and you uh, are going to receive one-to-one of that XRP value in, in Spark token. Um, they're not gonna give them all a lot at one time. They're gonna like, you know, give out like a third and then like drip them out over two years or whatever the fuck. So we're gonna get into just a little bit of components of this, this Flare platform. And as you guys will see, like whatever, Post chain aspires to be. I think that Flare Network, in my humble opinion, will be that on day one. So, from my perspective, if Post chain can have like a quarter of the success that I anticipate that this Flare Network would have um, in the first year, yo, it's going to be crazy. So, already, um, this is Flare.xyz. Um, and we'll put that in the main um, chat as well. Flare.xyz. It just gives you a bit of breakdown of every component of the Flare network or whatever. So I'll just read through this. 65% of the value of the blockchain token is inaccessible to decentralized application. That changes now. So basically they're telling you right now, 65% of all of your fucking transaction on quote-unquote DeFi ain't, ain't DeFi. And we, we know that, you know what I'm saying, coming from where we come from or whatever. So introducing Flare, the world's first Turing complete FBA network, scalable and doesn't base safety on a native token. Low transaction costs, integrates Ethereum virtual machine. So now we're getting into the F assets. So from day one on the platform, just like once everything go over the pulse, all the ERC-20 tokens, they become PRC-20 tokens. All of these tokens that you see right here, Dogecoin, um, XLM, XRP, Litecoin, and they're also gonna have Algorand and a couple of other ones as well. They become F assets. So F, XRP, so on, so on and so forth, whatever. But the thing is you, you basically get two and a half times the value of your assets just by bringing them onto the platform. So let's say if I got 5,000 XRP, 
I bring them on to the Flare Network platform, I will have 12,500 FXRP that I can then use to become either a market maker or a market taker on the multitude of platforms on, 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 on side of this network, right? And mm-hmm. even if I do nothing at all, except for just leave my assets on there, I'm earning interest in Spark tokens every single day. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's basically, like I said, it's like a boutique, like high end boutique mall for, for, for DeFi. So they talk about the, it's, they call it the Flare Time Series Oracle or FTSO. This is, this is equivalent to the uh, automatic market maker that um, we were talking about with related to post chain. So it says the FTSO provides externally sourced data estimates to the Flare network in a decentralized manner. It does so by leveraging the distributed nature of the network and its participants. So like I was telling you before, all of these will be on the network from day one. All right. Now let me go over to the Flare finance page. I mean, and just the imagery alone on this shit is just <laughs> like next level crazy, right? So this one breaks down, it gets more into like the actual products on the network and there's tons of them. So we won't go into all of the products because it's not even live yet. But the, the basic thing is, you know, there's gonna be all of these tokens, right? But the main token, and this is very similar to what SushiSwap has, has done. You have this Y-Flare token, which is a DeFi, a farming token. There's going to be 110 million of those. But this one right here, the Y-Fin, is like very, very rare. There's going to be 11,000 of these fucking tokens. You can only get them by farming them with Spark tokens. So you can't just go out and buy these motherfuckers. You have to literally be active in the network to get these tokens, right? There's only going to be 11,000 of them farmed over, I think, about four years. And each one of these coins are going to start off at a value of 100,000 fucking dollars. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, shit. And what makes this, you know, what makes this platform so unique, this is above proof of stake even, you know what I'm saying? Because there's no, there's no, um, you know, so proof of work, you know, you have to do the mining or whatever. Proof of stake, you have to do the validating. There is none of that on this platform. They've already done all of that shit in the background. Only thing you're going to do is farm for these very rare fucking tokens and shit. And then again, that's like, tons of protocols on here that have all kinds of different truly 100% DeFi um, characteristics. The only only thing that you can say that, that is not going to make it DeFi, they have a KYC component to comply because they're going to be major, major Wall Street type money in the same pool with retail motherfuckers like us. You know what I'm saying? So they've made it so they is as DeFi as it can get pretty much i'm sure the same thing that richard hart would do once he get his exchange and shit. you know what i'm saying if you get an exchange you're going to have to do some level of kyc aml or whatever so they've done the bare minimum to make their shit professional above board you got major fucking projects that are going to be on this shit from day one you know what i'm saying it's not a matter of whether or not they're going to allow the contract to run they're already got contracts signed and agreed so even Dogecoin that everybody's been talking shit about, 
Dogecoin is about to have smart contract capabilities. XLM and XRP right now that don't even have smart contract capabilities. As soon as this shit goes live, which is roughly about the same time, give or take that post-chain will go live, both XRP and XLM will have smart contract capabilities. This shit is crazy. Next level. Damn. So let me play devil's advocate based off of D Biggie's comment. Are you saying you must trust them to run the network? That doesn't sound like crypto. Uh, some type of what be your response to that? As far as the as far as the blockchain itself, it's it's a blockchain, but you can choose to fuck with different protocols on this particular. Like you go into a shopping mall, you know what I'm saying? You got 100% decentralized down on the north wing, over here by the motherfucking food court. You got some centralized joints or whatever. You can walk by that joint, you know what I'm saying? Keep it moving and you can walk in there, you know, look around and, you know, take your choice. You know what I'm saying? It, it will be the same thing on, on post-chain as well. There will be protocols that have value that may have a centralized component and people will have to make a decision whether or not they want to fuck with that. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I guess, you know, decentralization is a centralization is on scale. Uh, they be asked who can turn it off um i mean i don't know i would assume the developers i mean i must i would take that as are there admin keys you know are there back doors where the network can be uh, manipulated but ultimately i think you brought up a great point with your shopping center analogy uh with various stores various doors uh when you're on the ethereum network let's say for example um if I'm using the automated market maker at Uniswap, that doesn't have anything to do with me interacting with the Hex smart contract, although they're both on the same blockchain. So um, I think that analogy that you draw with shopping centers is important because there may be specific projects that are truly decentralized um, that do have governance structures that allow for uh, DAOs and as this says here, voices to matter, you know, but we can't say all projects are going to be like that. I think what the Pulse chain is distinguishing itself from, or even possibly now the Flare network is distinguishing itself as, is pushing for truly decentralized projects or even products being built on top of their network. So it's like creating a business uh, zone where various companies bring their operations within your business zone for tax breaks, but they have to comply with your specific uh, regulations or rules to receive those tax breaks. And on the flat flare network, possibly the pulse network, those regulations may be no admin keys, no back doors, and we want a truly uh, decentralized governance structure that protects the participants. And, uh, let me just say this real quick, um, just to encapsulate that. So what I was, the, the one protocol that I had in mind when I was talking um, about the Flare network was in fact, um, is going to be a bank. Uh, I think it's called Probity. I can't remember the name right now, but it's going to be a full on registered bank, like from day one on this platform where you can go and get credit cards, you know, debits, loans, the whole nine. You know what I'm saying? So 
that particular component I know for sure has a KYC AML aspect to it. You know what I'm saying? But again, that would just be one shop and like a, a boutique, you know, upper class, you know, shopping mall that you can choose to fuck with, fuck with or not. You know what I'm saying? But like, again, their main thing is DeFi. So majority of the protocols that are going to be on here are on here because they are 100% DeFi as much as possible. Because let's, let's not get it twisted. There is really no such thing as 100% DeFi, right? There has to be some, like in the, in the, in the case of post-chain, we know that this, um, the, the, the origin, origin address came in, or we're assuming that the origin address came in and, and purchased a boatload of hopes on the last day or sacrificed for a boatload of posts on the last day. Now we assume that this OA or whoever this, uh, entity is or entities are, are benevolent actors. That's because we have a history with a, a product that this particular OA origin has already put out. So again, each person would have to make their own decision. Like me personally, because like I've been telling everybody XRP or XLM first and X XRP second were the first coins that I purchased. You know what I'm saying? Like X I got XLM for like seven cents, XRP maybe like 15 cents or something like that or whatever. So I've just been holding them for this entire time. So fortunately, I got skin in the game just from holding XRP. You know what I'm saying? All Like I said, even if you don't want to do anything, you can just put your coins on there and you get an interest in this spark token every single day, which I anticipate is going to be highly valuable in a short period of time, for sure. So when's the date you think um, they're going to try to bring this out? Um, it's supposed to be like, like happening in the next 30 days. Like, you know, it could be by the end of this month or the first week of next month. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even with XRP so, going through his litigation with the uh, SEC, they, they just going to bring it out. Huh? Definitely. That, for sure. That ain't going to stop nothing. So yeah, SEC's full of shit anyways. So. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I mean, we, we know this is just a, a, a theatrical presentation they putting on for us anyway because you again this is what i was talking about like how these government officials jump from private you know what i'm saying back over to the government back over to some public you know joining whatever and shit so pretty much you got all these government government officials in and around xrp at all times from the, from its inception mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so whatever they're doing they're just negotiating in the background and shit like that but xrp is a done deal they're gonna yeah have to pay a, a slap on the wrist and shit and you know they're gonna they're gonna happen for sure yeah because i've heard sure. yeah xrp the mill um I'll, I'll have to find the documentation but like the military is already using that i've heard rumors of like the the rothschilds are behind or in that in the uh xrp and then like for future like technology where the military would come in is using your like the energy from your body to mine uh different cryptocurrencies and xrp being one of them so to me it was yeah. like once i learned more about xrp being like yeah this is just a a sham play in front of us with the uh you know trying to sh uh sh sow seeds of confusion and then all of a sudden you know stuff's gonna drop the case is gonna go away and then it's gonna be off to the races but yeah. we'll see yeah xrp and xlm are a made products like they're, they're like made men in the game of crypto for sure Easily. Easily. Yeah.
Yo, Blex, yeah. what do you think? What do you think about this? Uh, have you heard about this um, one before today? I have not, and I'm really interested in it. I mean, I am. I do echo some of the comments from D Biggie just about who has control of these admin keys and whether or not those are in uh, your control. Um, but I, I mean, if anywhere I can earn yield on any coins or products that you know I may or may not own already, um, I would take that. Yeah, it's funny. I saw um, what was their name? Tavanya Evans, the the block from Guapcoin. She was talking about how she was like, at the end of the day, even if it's a dollar or cryptos, it's all about trust, and it's like we're still putting our trust in something, and even about faith. Which kind of goes back to the fundamentals of, you know, even Bitcoin per se, of like that faith in the math and how it will work out. But even though it's like, you know, like you said, I think I can't remember to it exactly. It's like we trust in God, but they're, you know, the preachers are always stealing money. So it's that thing <laughs> where it's like we're still, you know, there's always going to be that trust factor and you always trusting that people are, if it's set up right, are going to act in their best interests to make sure the product succeeds and, you know, people aren't getting scammed left and right. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yo, mm -hmm. thanks for showing. One thing that's really interesting, I always try to keep, um, one thing I always try to keep in perspective with this is like, you know, I think about the rise of, you know, the internet and technology companies sort of over the last 20 years and how those were all built to solve real world problems. And they were all done in a way that we had to trust somebody to solve those problems. And we trusted these companies to do that. And that was that was fantastic but we didn't realize that the whole time we were trusting them they were using our to turn around and like charge us so here we are now um we have to trust is it possible for us to just trust the code and take the people out of that conversation because the code is transparent we can all theoretically read it for ourselves that that's kind of where the world wing um and i'm just curious to see how products and projects continue to evolve incorporate that ethos to maintain that all the way through, right? Yeah, yeah yo. Like, I, I really, I think about that a lot. And that's why I just said, you know, and I should have said from my perspective, even, like, just to be clear, because I'm not absolute from this position or whatever, but I truly feel like there's, there's really no true decentralization. There has to be a level of governance that is trusted. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for instance, I mean, we're all hexagons here. We trust that right now there's only like about a hundred million hex liquid available, but the OA is holding 90% both in between liquid and stake, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're trusting that this OA is not going to drop all of these fucking hex that they're holding liquid on our fucking head. We're trusting that the OA is going to be a benevolent being, you know what I'm saying? We're trusting yeah. that the OA is going to continue the patterns that is done is shown so far, but that we that that trust had to be gained, but we had to we had to take that leap first, right? You know. So my thing is, I'm like a neutral observer when it comes to you know these projects, or whatever. I, I just base them on what's the formula, who controls, how much control, you know what is my end result to this shit? what's the bottom line and shit like that or whatever you know what i'm saying because honestly when i first bought hex and x um i'm sorry xlm and xrp like days into crypto buying i was just going off the fucking the headlines you know what i'm saying 
like banking the unbanked and you know all of this fucking shit like that i'm like oh yo that sounds dope as fuck that sounds like something i want to fuck with not knowing in the background that these motherfuckers are crooks and clowns and shit but i know this probably is going to make money you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that's all in this one yeah say that again blacks I mean, by far, by far, Hex is possibly the only trustless thing out there, if you think about it. But as far as, uh, like, with XRP, I mean, you know, Garling House and, and uh, what's his name? Caleb was, you know, they do, like, what what's that Link do? You know, the, the Link guy do, you know, Sergey. You know, they, they use it as a cash deposit, you know. But, hey, that's their business model. But people trust them to, like you just, like you say, like, hey, you know what? We got you. You since you invest us, we'll take care of you. You know, but this right here, this flare thing, is totally different. The way yeah, I yeah. see it. Yeah. So what like, I'm saying is, like, my bad. Like, so flare is going. Flare is a blockchain. It's just an. It's just a blockchain, right? You will have protocols on this blockchain that are DeFi. You know what I'm saying? The levels of DeFi. You know, that's that's up for us to you know ascertain or whatever. But there, there's no like, you know, admin as far as like going onto the platform and jumping up on, you know, playing around in the shopping mall or whatever. We just have to make choices. Like, what am I going to purchase? Where am I going to put my economic energy? The same choices we're going to have to make once once post chain goes live. We have to decide what these projects are. Who's behind them? Are they valid? Is it a scam? How much economic energy that I'm going to put behind it? You know, it's ironic that you brought up the Flare Network because I've been trying to figure out what, what was this for a while now. There's like other five other blockchains. You know, I'm in Celo. And Celo, Cardano, I think Solana, and XRPL. And I'm like, what the hell is XRPL? You know, why they put L at the, the end of it? Well, it's Ledger. And this is like part of that ledger, you know, with the, the, yeah. the flare network. So yeah. it's supposed to be like a collaboration with these, uh, these four or five blockchains all together. So yeah. the timing, like say for instance, like all of a sudden Cardano, they got all of a sudden the, their smart contracts open, but ain't shit going on with them yet. Now, all of a sudden, if you say this flare pop network is going to pop up like in the next month or so. Well, about these other ones that that's supposed to be in collaboration, what they're going to do, especially with Solana. Solana's been on fire, too, as of late. Yeah, you know? I'm pretty sure uh, ADA, just over the past two months, they've signed up for the Flare Network as well. And see, this is what's different, and people have to understand. This is even unique to what's going on with the post chain in the sense that there is no wondering whether or not these protocols are going to give permission to do business on this new blockchain. These protocols have already signed agreements to allow yeah. their shit to become DeFi products on this new blockchain. That's heavy yeah. as fuck. So you obviously know they got plans. This is not some haphazard shit that's going on here. There will be hundreds of billions I'm anticipating of dollars that's going to be passing through this fucking thing within six months i'm sure if not soon. yeah yeah, you know 
Yeah, they got bridges and stuff already. Like I said, Cello and Solana, they got bridges together right now with Ethereum and stuff. And, you know, um, what they've agreed with, with uh, XRP and, uh, and Cardano. And there was one more other one, but I forgot. It's, it's been like a couple of months now. But yeah, that agreement is still is still there, definitely. True. Yeah. So, like to me, it's, it's another way to make everyday money that you can have, you can actually have in your hands and shit. You know what I'm saying? Play with. Well, this is how you build wealth, man. You you put in multiple layers, you know. Definitely diversify. Yes, sir. Definitely feel that. All I, right. I just wanted to make one quick point. I think it's important that we just highlight having five brothers here. Not only did we talk about Cello, Cardano, Solana, Ethereum, Flare Network. We literally just compared the, a ecosystem of cryptocurrency and blockchains, not only in a expert manner, but I was sitting here in class watching you guys literally discuss some of the most further, some of the most difficult uh, parts of cryptocurrency. So pat yourselves on the back, give yourself some respect. <laughs> this, is how, this is history. You got, like you said, Sun Cipher, five hexagons here, probably the darkest hexagon stream that has been out there in a long time. But really, we want to let the people know you're on the forefront of information. You are really finding out things before they happen while they're still in beta testing. They're still in development. As I like to say, you are here on day zero. You beat day one, you're day zero. So these are the type of discussions you want to be a part of. Even just absorbing and listening helps you start to learn the language of cryptocurrency and the blockchain. So shout out to you, brothers, man. Yes, thanks, bro, that, man. Jan. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, D Biggie says uh, new blockchains can make life-changing wealth, um, and if you aren't in, you can't win. So yeah, they're definitely uh, building an ecosystem, and you know, like you say, it's all about community, and anyone can build—not anyone, but you know—blockchain is for the people. So you can interact with these the blockchains, build your own blockchains, um, and you know, create wealth with your community. Uh, I'm definitely um, going to show. I do, just want to, sorry, sorry to speak on you, uh, Ashra. Uh, you said anyone can build. Shout out to Cosmic Kid out there. He came on last night and showed us NFTs on Pulse, uh, the, develop, the development that they're doing. Yo, shout out to Cosmic Kid. Go follow him on uh, Twitter. He's another brother that's doing big things in the cryptocurrency space. So we definitely want to show him some love. Yo, brother Asherel, man, you looks like you didn't pulled up the collection, man. What you got? Yeah, man, I just wanted to show Jams, JJ Wentworth, you were out here today. Uh, our collection couldn't go an episode without shilling crypto and downs. Uh, OpenSea.io um, offerings list of our different and new um, NFTs. So I know you've done a lot of research or semi research on these here, but we got the mods we got the fur brawls we got junkyard scraps coming in from our junkyard dogs collection so um i'm gonna roll through this here but yo walk us through what made you um kind of dive into these mods kids and add to our collection here and seeing here we have 16 collected items so 
this collection has rapidly expanded over the last few weeks um, as the rest of the market started to pull back um, here at crypto and down we start putting some attention towards nfts and if you've been the crypto rascal with us you would know uh, this isn't the first time we've shown um, our collection so mods is a project that i found on twitter um, after getting involved with g evils nfts which are uh, or were one of my profile pictures uh mods i feel has great culture the colors are popping i love the graphics themselves uh we have not actually received our mods yet um but we did today mine two of them um and that is one of our minds uh our pre-mined uh mods so number okay. 287 should be a hit we also have number 781 um, but let's talk about the light uh, super bunny that we also picked up today. Uh, we picked up two of those light super bunnies. Number 2654 um, is now training in the gym. This is an awesome, awesome project. You have the ability to battle your super uh, bunnies in the metaverse. And I think this project has legs. I think not only um, are the developers doing a good job, I think that... Uh, this particular project, um, due to their roadmap and the fun that can be had, if you look at um, uh, the other light yeah. super bunny, the fire eyes is actually a one percent rare uh, trait. So, should this uh, particular project get legs and have a run, hopefully the tiger fire eye uh, bunny will be trained up and ready to go and battle in the metaverse. Um, yeah, bad, bad, bad. And then, honestly, the last one that we picked up were our Junkyard Dog Pups today. We just mined them, honestly, within the last few hours. Um, those are our G-Evils right there that we've previously shown. But, wow, look at that. Ooh. Um, <laughs> it's like the predator right here. We just picked this one up, uh, number 155 uh, from the Halloween drop, um, utilize the scraps. So for every junkyard dog that you hold, um, if you hold more than one, so if you have two or more, uh, you do receive free, scrap, free scraps every Friday and scraps are airdropped NFTs. Um, you, I then used five of those scraps to then get a Halloween pass. I then use that Halloween pass to mint that particular uh, NFT as well as uh, this NFT as well uh, this evening. So NFTs is really, really growing fast. Their communities in Discord, Telegram, and Twitter are booming. If you're looking for excitement, you're wanting to have fun, this is one place where you can do it. Um, not really here for just the price, but I do feel that this is going to be something where if you build a collection now, it may be worth something in the future, like when we first bought those Pokemon and Digimon cards back in the day. Hey, if you'd have held on to that first edition Charizard, hey man, you might have some money on your hands. So I appreciate mm. you, brother, uh, for showing being going down continue to build on it that luka Duncic 77 we got to hold that one if he makes it to the um hall of fame 
then one day, you know, that one might be worth something too. But that dog right there is what's mining us scrap every Friday. By holding that dog, we're receiving scraps. And those scraps is what allowed us to get that junkyard pump. Uh, Read the roadmaps. Check out the Discord. Look look at the community on Twitter. But do not ignore NFTs. You will be upset just like, hey, man, why did I miss out on Doge? (laughs) I see, man. Damn. This is something else, man. (laughs) This is amazing. Straight up. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this shit. Yeah, yo, even just from the art perspective of NFTs, you know, let alone the other components you can attach to that, yo, this shit is dope as hell. I got to get my, that's that's my fucking New Year's resolution early, yo. I got to get my NFT game up, for sure. And I didn't even talk about the Lost Boy NFTs. I mean, this project is actually geared towards mental health. Each Lost Boy NFT comes, comes with its own uh, track. So it has its own uh, lo-fi music track attached, um, and it oh, also okay. animate. So you have the copyright. You have the copyright uh, to that actual music. So if you wanted to use it in our videos, or if we wanted to use the music, the lo-fi music um, on the background of our podcast, we can do that by holding this particular NFT. However, here's the catch. Or here's something you need to know. By holding a Lost Boy NFT, you will receive a airdropped Lost Girl NFT. And if you then hold both a Lost Boy NFT and a Lost Girl NFT, you potentially could receive a Lost Baby NFT. So why I say it's important to get in on NFT projects early is because you put yourself in position to receive airdrops later on down the road as the roadmap start to develop themselves out. This is a mental health project. Uh, The Junkyard Dogs actually uh, gives to charities that uh, foster dogs. There's actual things happening behind these projects and the roadmaps will allow you to be in position to gain in the future. Uh, Shout out to you, D-Biggie. I like Devil's Advocate because it pushes us to be critical. It pushes us to actually think and not just be in a silo agreeing with our own ideas. So I agree our money does come too hard to give it up for NFTs. But once you start using cryptocurrency to buy your NFTs and not just swapping actual USD value for NFTs, then it starts to make more sense because NFTs are assets. These are things that I'm not trading um, here at Crypto and Down. These are long term assets that crypto and down will hold as a part of the collection. We all heard of Sotheby's, we all heard of Christie's, we all heard of MoMA, we know about the Louvre, we know about all of these famous art locations, but what did we own inside of them? For hundreds yeah, of years, hundreds of years they didn't even let us inside of them. So now we have the ability to create our own museums and actually own our own artworks and then launch spaces in the metaverse for others to go and visit. I think it's important for us to earn, own a piece of the NFT space so that we don't get left behind. Yeah, Jeff, I have also, a question. Go ahead, brother. 
Excuse me, son. Um, my question was just going to be, go ahead. I was just going to ask, um, like, how, how, you know, you said it's easier to spend money uh, if it's crypto money as opposed to spending hard-earned U.S. dollars. How do you suggest people go about doing that? Is that spending time to accumulate money in the other forms of crypto, or how do you suggest they actually go about that? So I think it's important that um, you separate income from crypto gains. So realize gains are when you take profit. And what you do with that profit can either be returning it back into USD or reinvesting that cryptocurrency profit into NFTs. So a lot of the barrier that Coinbase NFTs and other projects are trying to do is get you to go directly from USD into NFT. I think that's problematic. And that's where I do agree with DB. It's better for you to go from USD into cryptocurrency, allow your cryptocurrency to appreciate 5, 10x, and then take some of that profit and invest that profit into NFTs. And then you're not using the USD value and working against yourself. You're allowing your cryptocurrency to work for you by diversifying your portfolio into another asset that may gain in value. It's not hedging your risk, but it's allowing your cryptocurrency to work for you versus just your USD value. Yeah, that, that makes complete sense. Another thing, uh, another question I, I have, and I'm sure a lot of crypto rascals have as well, is, you know, Ethereum is prohibitive, and we all know that because it's ridiculously expensive. Um, are there other blockchains that you can use for crypt for uh, NFTs that are more affordable um, that may also have the same sort of financial return or also just the art might be as cool as well? Absolutely. So uh, Asherel um, is holding down our Solana NFT uh, game right now, and then we actually received those Halloween passes and our scraps on the Polygon Mat Matic uh, network. So you toggle, you toggle to the Polygon network and MetaMask, and that's where you actually are receiving your airdrops uh, for a way cheaper fee. It was 14 cents for me to mine those junkyard pups on the Polygon Matic network, but I spent over 400, almost $500 today just on gas fees alone to mint uh, the two mods as well as those others. So crypto and down is definitely understanding the difference between uh, expensive gas fees and uh, blockchains where you're able to transact for a fraction of the cost. Can't wait for the post chain. Excited to see what happens on Solana. And I know that Polygon and Matic is definitely functional. Cardano has to catch up because honestly i don't know what they're doing yeah also, um, i thought there was um i thought there was one um one site called i think it's called unify io i think it is okay and what they they have uh avalanche on there and cello and i don't know about solana but yeah they, i think you can mint nfts on there too uh, something like that because i was looking for something like it's got to be a cheaper way than ethereum and that was like the only one that i've seen that was cross bridge 
But, but there, there are others. Uh, there are other sites that that you can do that too. If you go back, if you guys go back and check out the crypto and down um, live stream yesterday, uh, Cosmic Kid, he actually went to the website and he spoke about this layer two protocol, uh, where you can mint NFTs for very, very cheap. If I recalled what he was saying, so if you guys go back and check that, there are. Um, options on Ethereum right now with this particular layer, layer two protocol that you can get your NFT on. Um, it's supposed to be very cheap right now. But to go back to D Biggie real quick, I just want to point out something else because I hear a lot of people, uh, you know, talking about NFTs in this particular um, perspective. And to me, you know, again, it's not, I'm not disrespecting anybody, you know, but I'm just saying, like, I think it's very one dimensional to think that these things are only simply a jpeg but even even on that level of if if you say is a jpeg right like you know i'm i'm i've always been a basquiat you know like fan like you know of his artwork and shit since i was a kid you know what i'm saying like it's it's intriguing to me so if i could get like a unique obviously basquiat is dead <laughs> let's be clear but if i can get a unique painting from one of my favorite artists that's like one of nine or some shit, a one of 99 or whatever. And only I have the original transaction hash that gives me the authority over everything that comes after that. Who gives a shit about whatever everybody else does with it? That's only giving more value to my original one, right? Just so, so purely on that one dimensional level. But then I think about it from, you know, just creatively, it's how I look at NFTs and how I've been looking at NFTs to interface with what I do as like a musician, you know, and an artist and it's just a creative period, right? I've got artists that I love and shit. Same thing. If your favorite artist put out like a single that they only put out like, again, 99 of them joints in the entire world and you've got one of those 99, you know what I'm saying? That comes with the audio and the artwork and maybe some other things that can interface with that particular technology as well. So you got multiple dimensions on top of NFTs. You got all the pro sports leagues right now. I know NBA, NFL, and I'm sure uh, Major League Baseball as well. They're all utilizing this NFT technology and it's only going to grow from there. So pretty soon here, I imagine, you know, on Monday, NFTs will come out of like the top 10 plays of the fucking weekend shit let's say gridiron or whatever and they're only having like x amount of those available and who knows which one of those are going to become the one that becomes you know universally remembered 10 12 years from now you know what i'm saying so i, I think i think nfts are much more than just a jpeg yeah yeah you're right now man yeah open my eyes <laughs> i agree with you i and i think uh d biggie put it well, uh, just dipping my toes in, uh, really just trying to put the NFT space and non-fungible token inside our community's brains so that we're aware. Um, a lot of times we find out things after they happen, and I say this often here, that we aren't invited as uh, seed investors, but if we can be our own seed investors and actually create our own financial stakes even in nft spaces then really we are setting ourselves up for financial success or financial failure 
it's always a possibility as we say here this is not financial advice this is just brothers talking about things publicly that we otherwise could talk about privately because we don't have to be live we could be talking in the green room and sharing this information amongst ourselves but we are presenting this to the people as a educational meaning only yes sir appreciate that um well before we get out of here, anyone have any last words or anything um, y'all want to share um, with uh, Crypto Rascals out there? Mm. All right. Well, I was going to say we got Crypto Nate here, Sun Cypher, uh, Blex. Appreciate y'all for coming through Crypto and Down. Uh, honestly, you're always welcome here. Uh, one day, uh, Asherel, we might have to get back into that news. Um, and we will have to get your insight of brothers on the news because it's important that we stay informed. It's important that we talk about uh, what's going on from crypto and down. That means culture, sports, uh, pol uh, politics, even the dirtiest of the dirty. Sometimes if we got to get <laughs> to conspiracies. We got to do what we got to do. So, hey, nothing but peace, nothing but love. And I appreciate y'all. And honestly, come lock in with us. Holla at Asherel. Holla at me. You know you're welcome here. Everybody is a crypto rascal. Started from the bottom, but now we're here, baby. We got crypto, right. NFTs, wallets, <laughs> teaching blockchain, making it do what it do, man. We live in the dream. Yeah, yo, shout out to all the crypto rascals out there, D Biggie. I'm seeing you guys. You know what I'm saying? We, we just shopping it up for sure. And I think it's very important that um, there are some some uh, there are a variety of voices in this uh, blockchain world and in yep. this crypto game, or whatever. And, you know, it's good to hear different perspectives, you know, and we're definitely giving them here. And again, I appreciate my brothers for bringing me on and letting me talk my shit. And I appreciate Crypto <laughs> Nate you know what I'm saying, for holding me down, like, you know, from the very beginning as well and shit. So, you know. And again, we all wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Hex. You know what I'm saying? This once again, we got five brothers on here, and Hex is Hex is the one thread that runs through all of that. So respect to Richard Hart. You know what I'm saying? Respect to the game. Respect to everybody that's putting it down for the, those and theirs and trying to make that money while they're sleeping all day. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I appreciate y'all as always. This is fun. I like to sit back and just hear y'all talk. Um, Want to give a shout out to Too Much For You OK, always chilling with us uh, consistently. So, yeah, like I said, it's great. It's great just to hear y'all talk and hear different perspectives, like you were saying, um, Sun Cypher, because I'm definitely learning a lot. Um, and then, you know, it's hard to keep up with these things on your own um, as these new projects, projects and products are coming out. So, um, yeah, Hex brings us all together. But, you know, we can do so much more in this space as well and using that kind of as a base layer with everything that we do so appreciate that just buy x just buy it <laughs> i didn't stake it and honestly as we say stake it till you make it there's nothing else to do um if you're not dollar cost averaging or at least buying when you have the opportunity, you're missing out on life changing. wealth. hey, don't watch all your friends buy brand new Teslas and yachts and you're still in the 80 <laughs> 
crypto wondering, damn, all I had to do was watch crypto and down for a couple hours with Asherel, Sun Cypher, Crypto Nate, Blex, and Jams, and they literally would have broke it down to me from the basics of the Bitcoin market all the way down to the upcoming Flare Network and Pulse Chain. Get in where you fit in. Yeah. Yo, man, I said I'm I'm getting that flying car, uh, and I can land that on your yacht, Jams. So, <laughs> hey, we up, baby, we up. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, y'all. Right, on that note, uh, we out of here. See, uh, everyone. If we don't if we don't stream tomorrow, have a good weekend. Have a good Friday. You'll make it to work tomorrow for those of us who got the clock in. So, <laughs> yeah, y'all. <laughs> right. Later.